0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, August 9th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Inflation taking a bite of beef packing giant. Ag commodities flowing from Odessa terminals. And FAO prioritizes Ethiopia fertilizer donations. Inflation taking a bite of beef packing giant. Tyson Foods, one of the four big meat processors that's been the target of critics in the White House and on Capitol Hill, says its beef business is softening as cost-conscious consumers turn to other meats. Tyson executives also said in their quarterly earnings called yesterday that their operating margin on beef is coming down. Tyson's chief financial officer, Stuart Glendenig, says the company paid $480 million for cattle in the last quarter, but there's still plenty of cattle on the market because of drought conditions that are forcing producers to reduce their herds. Tyson's operating margin was just over 10% in the latest quarter. About half of that was the same quarter of 2021, but it's still strong. Going forward, we expect to see beef margins return closer to an expected long-term 5 to 7% average, he said. By the way, Tyson stock fell more than 8% on weaker-than-expected earnings overall. Ag commodities flowing from Odessa terminals. Ships laden with farm goods are flowing out of Odessa terminals just as hoped for under the current deal struck more than a week ago by Ukraine, Russia, Turkey and the United Nations. Four vessels carrying corn and other ag commodities arrived last night in Istanbul for inspection by the Joint Coordination Center before departing again, that according to the Turkish Defense Ministry. One vessel that left the port of Privadini in Odessa Monday morning is heading to Italy, that according to the Ukrainian consulting firm APK Inform. Another that left the port of Jornomosk is destined for the Netherlands. Currently, our goal is to increase transshipment in ports, said Ukrainian Infrastructure Minister Oleksandr Kubakov. With two weeks, we plan to reach a transshipment volume of between three and five vessels per day. FAO makes fertilizer donations a priority in Ethiopia. Farmers Tigray, the northern Ethiopian state beset by military strife, are desperate need of fertilizer, and the United Nations Food and Ag Organization says it's responding as fast as it can. The FAO, with a new injection of cash from the New Ends Central Emergency Response Fund, just procured another 12,000 metric tons of fertilizer for the region, bringing the total that will be available for distribution to 31,000 tons. The FAO goal is 60,000 tons for the 380,000 farmers that need the input. Just 7,000 tons has been distributed so far. There is a small window of opportunity to prevent severe hunger by delivering critical agriculture inputs and enable farmers to produce sufficient amount of food for the population, thus adverting a potential increase in humanitarian needs, said Rain Paulson, director of FAO's Office of Emergencies and Resilience. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this daybreak is sponsored by edge dairy farmer cooperative the third largest dairy co-op in the country edge is a powerful advocate of washington for farmers throughout the upper midwest among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform over its long history the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk but changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. CFTC wants nominations for Ag Advisory Committee. Commodity Futures Trading Commission Chairman Rostin Benham is calling for nominations for the Agricultural Advisory Committee, as well as suggestions for topics the panel should address. Sustained drought conditions in the U.S. and current conflicts abroad threaten to impact not just American farmers, ranchers, and agribusinesses, but all Americans, Bayman said in a statement released yesterday. The commission looks to the AAC to understand the views of the agriculture community and provide recommendations to their fundamental functions of price discovery and risk management. Summit Carbon begins revealing easements in Iowa. Summit Carbon Solutions says it has secured 40% of the nearly 700 miles of pipeline needed in Iowa for a carbon capture and sequestration project through voluntary easements. A number of lawyer for landowners in Iowa and other states calls shockingly low. Summit spokesperson Courtney Ryan, however, said, We have new landowners signing voluntary easements with us each day, so we're right on track. SES began filing maps and parcel information yesterday on where easements are still being sought as required by the Iowa Utilities Board. Sierra Club and Iowa Citizens for Community Improvement oppose use of eminent domain for the project, which they say Summit is preparing for. Ryan, however, said Summit Carbon Solutions isn't asking to use eminent domain currently. This filing is part of the permitting process to let the IUB know which landowners on the route have not signed voluntary easements yet. This is just informational more than anything. Parties in the Snake River Dam case extend stay in litigation. The temporary agreement to stay litigation in a case that could decide the future of the lower Snake River dams has been extended. The Biden administration has brokered an agreement with the state of Oregon, the Nez Perce tribe, the Spokane tribe of Indians, the Cordelline Tribe, a coalition of plaintiffs led by the National Wildlife Federation to extend talks. The stay will now be in place until August 31st. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, August 9th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Halley.